All right, my friends, welcome back to Your Bible, Book by Book. I'm Pastor Luke, and this is the book of Philemon. And uh, Philemon uh, fits into a couple different categories. Uh, it is uh, one of the few books of the Bible that is only one chapter long, uh, along with Obadiah and the book of Jude. Um, and so it's a short book, and it's also uh, one of Paul's uh, prison letters. So it's written by Paul uh, to the, the person is Philemon. Um, and uh, while Paul is in prison. And uh, what we have been saying all along um, is that Paul had two imprisonments. The first imprisonment um, that we see at the end of the book of Acts, uh, Paul went to Rome, and he was under house arrest, and he was um, going to go to trial under the emperor Nero. Um, What we believe church history teaches us is that Paul argued effectively for his release. Both Philemon and the book of Philippians um, indicate that Paul believed that he would be released. And in Philemon, um, it tells us that that Paul uh, hopes to be restored to uh, Philemon. In fact, he tells him to prepare a room for him because he believes he's going to be able to come back and visit at some point. And so um, what we see is that Paul argued effectively for his release. He did some more ministry. And then in, in 2 Timothy, we see that Paul was arrested again, and his, uh, his demeanor changes completely. He's no longer um, believing that he's going to be released. In fact, he says very clearly that he's going to be poured out as a drink offering, that he knows that his time um, is coming to, a, to an end, that he's going to be martyred. And so, anyway, he writes uh, Philemon um, in order to help his friend Onesimus. Now, what happens with Onesimus is that uh, Onesimus is the slave. He was a slave in the city of Colossae. Um, his master is Philemon. And um, Onesimus flees. He runs away. Uh, he escapes slavery. And, and in those days, mostly the, the slavery that we see is um, is indebtedness. It's, it's a bond servant. So um, there was uh, a debt that Onesimus could not pay back, and so he had to sell his, his service himself into service in order to pay that debt back, and, and he's paying it back to Philemon. Um, and what happens is that Onesimus flees. Um, he, he escapes his obligation. He goes to Rome and um, comes into contact with Paul, and while he's um, under Paul's teaching, he comes to know Christ, and he becomes a, a Christian. And uh, during that time, uh, somehow, I mean, Onesimus becomes very connected with Paul, um, and, and to an extent that he becomes uh, a partner with Paul in ministry. Paul's writing letters while he's in prison to Ephesus, to uh, Colossae, to uh, Philippi, and, and he's also going to write this personal letter to uh, Philemon, and he's going to send these letters with different people, uh, but one of those people is Onesimus. Onesimus is going to take the book of Ephesians and the the book of um, Colossians, uh, along with this book, uh, Philemon, and uh, deliver them. Um, And so as he does this, Paul is reminding Philemon about um, his own uh, obligation to Christ. And so um, now that Onesimus has become a Christian, uh, Philemon needs to see Onesimus as a brother in Christ and not just somebody who, who owes him money. And this is interesting because um, both in the book of Ephesians and the book of Colossians, we see that Paul mentions and he talks uh, about slavery and he talks about uh, what 
slave owners are to do and what slaves are to do and how they're supposed to uh, relate to each other as Christians. So if, if a slave owner is a Christian, uh, then they need to um, treat their slaves with respect. If a, a slave is a Christian and their owner is not, um, then they need to honor their slave owner um, as, uh, as a Christian and, and serve them as if they were serving the Lord. And so um, the two issues that you see is that um, it's an awkward situation. That, and this is what happens is that when you become a Christian, um, the, the system doesn't necessarily change, but, but you change within the system. And so um, this is interesting how Christianity doesn't necessarily require uh, the system to become a, a Christian system. In order for the for the Christian to be uh, act as a Christian within the system, um, uh, hopefully that makes sense. But um, within this this whole context of of the slave and debt and master relationship, uh, it was important for them to understand that they were obligated to Christ even beyond whatever other obligations they had, that their first obligation was to serve and honor Jesus uh, no matter what else was going on. And so um, what you see is that Paul wanted to keep Onesimus um, because Onesimus was helpful to Paul in his ministry, but he was obligated to send Onesimus on his way because Onesimus had a debt that he had to uh, pay back or at least to deal with. He had a past that he couldn't just run away from. Um, Onesimus, he wanted to keep his freedom, but he was obligated to clear up his past. Uh, Philemon wanted to keep uh, the benefit of Onesimus' service, but he was obligated uh, to uh, consider or to view uh, uh, Onesimus as a brother in Christ and to extend forgiveness. And so all these things are, are being kind of worked out within this very short letter that uh, there's there's an obligation that we have to each other. There's an obligation that we have to Christ, and we're trying to work it all out to to honor the Lord the best that we can within the systems that we find ourselves in. And so, um, the, there's two basic points that Paul makes in the letter. Um, the point, the first point was that the debt that we owe to the Lord um, is not necessarily dismissed or canceled as much as it is paid that Jesus paid the, the full price for us on the cross to free us from the, the slavery that we find ourselves to sin. Um, and then, because of that, if we receive that, that payment, then we become a servant of Christ. And so Paul would call himself frequently uh, a bondservant of the Lord, a bondservant of Christ, that he understood that even though we're free in Christ, that we are free um, in order to serve or obey or to honor Christ, uh, that that freedom wasn't an absolute um, freedom. It was a, a freedom with, with boundaries, a freedom to honor the Lord within that relationship. Um, and so that's part of the point. And the second point is that as a servant of Christ, that we find ourselves in these, these strange situations in the world um, because we have obligations to uh, the, the world system, but we have an obligation to Christ. And so we're trying to do uh, the best we can to honor Christ first and foremost. That's our primary issue. And, but then within that, how do we make sure that we don't um, do disservice to those around us? And so uh, 
what we see is a, is a beautiful picture, though, that Christianity, over time, um, as it began to work I- its power in different cultures throughout the world, broke the, the bonds of slavery. And uh, the issue of um, slavery becoming illegal all over the world throughout history was the, the movement of Christianity within those cultures to say that people had an inherent value and that they shouldn't be owned by other people. And that uh, only through the, the Christian context or the Christian understanding that we are free through Christ did that eventually happen. And all the abolitionist movements that you see um, all over the world were begun by Christian people who began to say that there's something wrong with this system. Even if it costs us, we're going to pay the price in order to make people free. Um, and so it was a beautiful thing that uh, Paul was teaching. Um, and f- for the time that, uh, that they had to uh, work within the system, they were, they were teaching how to, to be Christian within the system. Um, but as uh, God's will was to um, see the inherent value and the inherent worth and freedom of every human being, the, that we had this inalienable right uh, to be free and, and to pursue liberty and, and uh, happiness, um, that that principle worked itself out throughout history as Christians applied uh, the spiritual principle of freedom in Christ. And so uh, it's, a, it's an amazing thing to see um, how that's working out in the book of Philemon. Uh, Paul calls uh, Philemon to account on that um, and hopes and, and believes that Philemon under that obligation will do the right thing. And so um, that that is the book of Philemon. It's, a, like I said, a very short book. Um, you can read it pretty quickly. Um, it's a very personal note, and I uh, hope that you'll read it for your own good as soon as you can, because it is your Bible, book by book.